0: I want us to lift up our voice and begin to worship the king of kings let's begin to give him praise let's begin to give him honor let's thank him for this wonderful opportunity he has given to us to be at his presence this morning lord we exalt you lord we magnify your name we thank you for your protection we thank you for your guidance father we say be glorified and be exalted in the name of jesus For fighting our battles for us on daily basis. Glory and honor be unto your name. Adoration be unto your name. We worship you. We exalt your name. In the name of Jesus. I want us to begin to ask for his mercy this morning. That the Lord will be merciful unto us. If there's any way we have missed the mark. I want us to open our mouth and say, Lord, be merciful unto me. This morning, let me receive your mercy. By your mercy, forgive me all my sins, O God. In the mighty name of Jesus, by your mercy, do something new and something marvelous for me this morning. In the name of Jesus, I want us to begin to plead the blood of Jesus. There is power in the blood. Let's open our mouth and say, my father, this morning, let me be sanctified and be purged by the blood of Jesus. Let any form of sickness in my body system be flushed out by the blood of Jesus. Any arrow shot against me or any members of my family overnight, let the blood of jesus flush them out in the name of jesus lord we ask that as we go out this morning you will cancel every plans of the enemies against us by the power of your blood in jesus mighty name we have prayed very quickly i want us to open our bible to the book of psalm number 80 psalm 80 verse 3 and 7 psalm 80 verses 3 and 7 That is where we are going to do our prophetic prayers. The Bible says, Restore us, O God. I want to pray for somebody this morning that there shall be restoration for you. In the name of Jesus, the Lord will restore you. In the name of Jesus, He will restore good earth unto you. In the name of Jesus, whatever you have lost in the past, there shall be total restoration today. In the name of Jesus, the Bible says, Restore us, O God cause your face to shine and we shall be saved now that's some 80 the same the same thing is written in verses three and verse uh, and verse seven restore us oh god cause your face to shine and we shall be saved now there are three points we are going to pray from this uh, uh verse of scripture number one we want to pray for total restoration and believing god that this morning as we call upon god he will restore us in the name of jesus i want us to lift up our voice we're going to cry unto god and say my father let there be total restoration for me today when we talk about total we are talking about restoration in our spirit restoration in our soul and restoration in our body. That is total restoration. Can somebody pray that prayer? I want you to lift up your voice and say my Father today, let there be total restoration for me. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth, restoration in my spirit, restoration in my soul, and restoration in my body. In the name of Jesus, we pray for total restoration for every members of our family. In the name of Jesus, Let there be total restoration in the name of Jesus. Everything that we have lost, let them be restored in the name of Jesus. Time that we have lost, opportunity that we have lost, blessings that we have lost, let them be totally restored in the name of Jesus. We pray for total restoration for every members of our family, Total restoration for my children. In the name of Jesus, Lord, let us be restored again. In the name of Jesus, Lord, restore us again this morning. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I pray for you that you will enjoy total restoration. In the name of Jesus, everything that you have lost, this morning the Lord will restore it to you in sevenfold. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Now, the Bible says, and cause your face to shine. Now, the face of God talks about the favor of God. Cause your face to shine upon us for favor. That's the prayer point that the Psalms was praying. Because when God shines his face on you, it means you have obtained favor. I want to pray for somebody that in the journey of this new week, the Lord will shine his face on you. In the name of Jesus. In this week, you will enjoy the favor of God, in the name of Jesus. I want you to lift up your voice and say, my Father, as I go out in the journey of today and throughout this week, let your face shine upon me for favor, in the name of Jesus. Open your mouth, open your mouth. Father, we pray that as we go in the journey of this new week, let your face, cause your face to shine upon us. For favor, in the name of Jesus. Cause your face to shine upon every members of our family. For favor, in the name of Jesus. We pray for your face. Lord, turn your face of favor unto us. In the name of Jesus. Let your face shine upon us for favor. In the name of Jesus. Cause your face to shine upon us for favor. In Jesus' mighty name. We have prayed. And look at the next thing the sermon is prayed for. He said, and we shall be saved. That word saved also means delivered. And we shall be delivered. I want to pray for somebody that this morning the Lord will deliver you from all your afflictions, from all your troubles, in the name of Jesus. The book of Psalm 37, I believe verse 17, the Bible says, many are the afflictions of the righteous. But the Lord delivered him out of them all. That's Psalm 34 verse 17. I want you to lift up your voice. You are going to cry to God and say, My Father, Lord, as I go out today, let me be delivered from all my affliction in the name of Jesus. Open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. That's what the psalmist said in Psalm 34 verse 19. Many are the afflictions of the righteous. But the Lord delivered him out of them all. And in verse seventeen, the Bible said, "The righteous cry out." I want somebody to cry out this morning. The righteous cry out, and the Lord hears and delivers them out of all their troubles. I want you to lift up your voice and and cry, cry to God. That this morning, let me be delivered out of all my troubles. In the name of Jesus, let every members of my family be delivered out of all their troubles. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Lord, this morning deliver me. Let me be delivered out of all my troubles out of all my pain, In the name of Jesus, let every members of my family be delivered. In the name of Jesus, Lord, deliver us this money out of all our troubles, out of all our afflictions. In the name of Jesus, let the chains of affliction be procured. In the name of Jesus, let the power assigned to be afflicting us be arrested. In the name of Jesus, let there be total deliverance for us. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Almighty Father, we thank you. Lord, we exalt you. Lord, we give you all the glory. We pray that this morning you will restore us as a family. In the name of Jesus, everything that we have lost, maybe in in the first half of this year, Lord, in sevenfold, Let there be total restoration in the name of Jesus. And if there are are robbers, if there are spiritual thieves that want to rob us again in the second half of this year, let them be arrested now in the name of Jesus. Lord, we pray that as we continue in our journey this month, you will cause your face to shine on us for favor in the name of Jesus. And Father, Lord, we pray that you will deliver us Out of all our troubles, out of all our pains, out of all our our, our, our pressures, in the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you because you have done it. We give you all the glory. We give you all the honor. This morning as we go into your world, minister unto us again. In the name of Jesus. Lord, speak unto us from your word. And let there be comfort. Let there be courage. Let there be confidence after hearing your word this morning. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Let somebody shout hallelujah. We are serving the God of miracles. We know. Yes, we know. We are serving the God of wonders. We know yes we know hallelujah i am serving the god of miracle i know yes i know i am serving the lord of miracles. i know yes i know let somebody shout hallelujah for somebody in the journey of this week, the Lord will open a new fire for you. Oh my God. I see God opening a new chapter for somebody. A new chapter will begin in your life. A new chapter for success. A new chapter for progress. In the name of Jesus. Very quickly, I want to welcome every one of us to this uh, prayer meeting. I want us to open our Bible uh to judges we have been working on the book of judges now we are in chapter seven we started from chapter one and we are in chapter seven judges chapter seven that's what we, we are going to be uh working on from today until when we get to the end of the verse judges chapter seven i want us to read from verse one to eight judges chapter seven but our point of deliberation will be verses one and two but let's just read Verses one to eight, the Bible said, "Then Jerubel, Jerubel, that is Gideon, Gideon. That's 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 another name for Gideon, Jerubel, and all the people who were with him rose early. Look at that, early. Do you know many of the people that God used in the Bible? They were men and women that always rise up early in the money. early in the money. The Bible says, Gideon and the men who were with him rose early and encamped beside the well of Harod, so that the camp of the Midianites was on the north side of them by the hill of Morel in the valley. And look at verse 2, and the Lord said to Gideon, I want to pray for somebody that this morning the Lord will speak to you in the name of Jesus. And the Lord said to Gideon, "The people who are with you are too many for me to give the Midianites into their hands." Look at that. It's like God is telling somebody this morning that for me to deal with your enemies, I don't need to use all my power. I don't need to use all my resources. Maybe just one angel. Do you know? Do you know the devil, as powerful as he is, in Revelation chapter twenty-two? If you read from verse one to two. Uh, the Bible says when the devil will be put in bottomless pit it, it is not even God that will even put him there God will just order an angel I said take him and then put him into, into the bottomless pit an angel will cast the devil an angel not even God not even God God will just command an angel oh yeah put him in the, in the bottomless pit and lock up lock up the pit close the gates look at that. So God was telling Gideon, you have too many soldiers. There are too many for me to give the Midianites into their hand." And that's a good thing to somebody, that no matter how many your enemies may be, God Almighty will fight against them in the name of Jesus. Look at that. Let, let me read that verse 2 again. And the Lord said to Gideon, I want somebody to pay attention to this because God is speaking to somebody now. The people who are with you are too many for me to give the Middanites into their hands. Lest Israel claim glory for itself against me, saying, My own hand has saved me. Now therefore proclaim in the yearning of the people, saying, Whoever is fearful and afraid, let him turn and depart at once from Mount Gilead. And twenty two thousand of the people returned. And 10,000 remained. And look at verse 4. But the Lord said to Gideon again, The people are still too many. Look at that. The people are still too many. Bring them down to the water. And I will test them for you there. Then it will be that of whom I said to you, This one shall go with you. The same shall go with you. And of whomever I said to you, This one shall not go with you. The same shall not go. Now, I want us to know that when it comes to our relationship with people, we can depend on God to, 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 to screen them, to screen them, to evaluate them. It's not everybody that we can we can accommodate in our team. Only people approved by God. And that was what God was trying to do with Gideon here. That I'm not just going to allow multitudes to work with you. I only want to work with you with the the, the field that I have selected tested and chosen and look at verse 5 so he brought the people down to the water and the lord said to gideon everyone who laps from the water with his tongue as a dog laps you shall set apart by himself likewise everyone who get who get down on his knee to drink this was another test god told gideon anyone who laps like a dog who are so who are so vigilant about what could be going on around them, set them apart. But anyone who kneeled down and used their hand to lap for water, set them apart. But those ones, they seem not to be vigilant enough. I'm not going to use them. They seem not to be uh, not to be conscious of, of the affairs around them. And look at verse 6. And the number of those who lapped, putting their hands to their mouth was 300 men. But all the rest of the people got down on their knees to drink. Then the Lord said to Gideon, By 300 men who laughed, I will save you and deliver the Midianite into your hand. Let all other people go, every man to his place. Verse 8 So the people took provisions and their trumpets in their hands, and they sent away all the rest of Israel, every man to his tent retained those 300 men. Now the camp of Midian was below him in the valley. Lord bless the radio of your world this morning in Jesus mighty name. Amen. This morning very quickly I'll be exhorting us on what I've titled the testing of our faith. The testing of our faith. Now in the previous chapter that is in chapter 6 we see how Gideon was asking for more signs from God to assure him that there will be victory when he go out to fight against the Midianites. And God indeed confirmed to Gideon by many signs that he will back him up, that he will give him victory over the enemies. And I want to announce to somebody this morning that God will also back you up in the name of Jesus. said god will back you up in the name of jesus but after gideon received the assurance from god then gideon blew the trumpet, and many people came to volunteer to go with gideon to go and fight against the midianites and the bible said they they were in in their thousands like 32 thousands and when god examined the the camp of the army god told gideon these people are too many I don't need too many people to, to fight. I don't need too many people. And God said, okay, what I'm going to do is that we are going to do a downsize. I want you to downsize the, the, the armies. And the first test was that God told Gideon, ask from the camp, anyone who is afraid, anyone who is fearful, let them return. And many people returned back on because they were afraid that the enemy would kill them. They couldn't face the challenges ahead. And then the second test was that God told Gideon, take the remaining people to the to the riverside and let them drink water. And the Bible says it's those that lap with their tongue like dogs. They were the ones that God told Gideon to select. But those ones that, that kneel down to, to drink, he said, let them go back home. These ones, they are not disciplined. Now, I want us to know that we are also called soldiers for Christ. And if we are soldiers for Christ, we we have to go through training. We have to go through the scrutiny of God. It's not everybody that God will use. But those that God will use, they will pass the test. And that's why we are considering the testing of our faith. The testing of our faith. The Bible says in the book of Matthew 22 verse 14, that for many are called but only few are chosen. Many are called. Just like the armies of Gideon, many of them were were invited, but only few were chosen. I want to pray for somebody that among the called, you will be chosen in the name of Jesus. And God told Gideon, I don't need to fight with many people. I don't need to fight with all these numbers of armies you have, because God can do what he wants to do, whether with large number of people or with few number of people. In Micah chapter 7, verse 8. The Bible said, Do not rejoice over me, my enemies. When I fall, I will rise again, and when I sit in darkness, the Lord will be my light. Do you know the same Midianites in chapter 6? We have we have worked on this in chapter 6. The same Midianite, anytime they want to invade the land of Israel, they come with all their camels, they come with all their donkeys to hit the farmland of the Israelites. And anytime they come, they cause a lot of losses for the Israelites. To the point that the Bible says, the Israelites started hiding in caves anytime these Midianites and and the people of the East come to invade their land. But this time around God told Gideon, I'm going to use you to defeat them look at that. I'm going to use you to, to defeat them. Now, I don't know, maybe some of us we have suffered some, some failures, we have suffered for some pain in the past. And the enemy thought well, I'm coming again. Now, I want the enemy to know that this time around we are not going to allow them to, 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 to invade us. Because the Bible said the Midianites, they came, they wanted to come again. And they, they, they encamp in a valley. Look at that. That's, that's how they come every year. I want to pray for somebody. I don't know the battle that you you, you fight every year. Maybe maybe, maybe for somebody your battle is every month. There's a particular battle that you deal with every month. I want to pray for you that this month is going to be different. In the name of Jesus, God himself will rise up to fight for you. In the name of Jesus. The book of 1st John chapter 5 verse 4, the Bible says, For whatsoever is born of God, Overcome the world and this is the victory that overcomes the world even our faith our faith is very very important and that's why god sometimes tests our faith test our faith because untested faith cannot be trusted only faith that has been tested can be trusted only faith that have been tested can be trusted now somebody may want to ask before we get into the message why does god test our faith let's answer that question first and then we we'll get into the passage why does god test my faith why, why, why did god test the faith of abraham for example in genesis 22 if you read from verse 1 to the end god told abraham get your only son isaac the, the only son you waited for to to have I want to I want you to go take him to a mountain called Moriah and go and sacrifice him there <laughs> and Isaac and and and, Jeremy, and Abraham did not argue with God, Abraham obeyed, and when God saw the way this man obeyed, God said, You know, I swear by my own self that I will bless you. Look at that, his faith was tested. Why does God test our faith? Number one. God, God test our faith number one to show us whether our faith is real or counterfeit. Whether our faith is what is real or counterfeit. Sometimes God may test our faith, sometimes it could be with plenty. Maybe God will give us plenty and God will watch to see how we are going to spend the plenty as given to us. And sometimes God may test our faith with troubles, with troubles, with afflictions, with problems. And God wants to watch. If we are going to trust him, if we are going to depend on him, to fight for us. So, number one, God tests our faith to show us whether our faith is free or counterfeit. Is free or counterfeit. Then number two, why does God test our faith? God tests our faith to strengthen our faith for the task he has set before us. To, to strengthen our And that was exactly what God did for Gideon. God told Gideon, this number of people, these soldiers, they are too many. Uh, and I know Gideon must have said, God, do you mean that these numbers of soldiers are too many? Don't you know the number, the camp, the number of armies in the camp of the Midianites? There are many, they are numerous. We need more people. We need, we need strong people to go and confront this Midianites. Because if we are not many, they may defeat us. I mean, Gideon could have thought of that. But God was testing Gideon's faith. In order to what? In order to strengthen the faith of Gideon for the task that God has set before him. God wanted Gideon to only depend on him and not on human resources. Look at that. Although God will use human resources, but God wants us to depend on him for victory. God wants us to depend on him for victory. I pray for somebody you will not fail the test of faith in the name of jesus now in this um in this uh morning message i I, i'm going to be giving us two points maybe one point maybe the the other point we are going to work on it the next time Uh, the first point is the purpose of downsizing the army want to see the purpose why did god tell gideon to reduce the the size of the army that will be fighting against the midianites and then the second point which we are going to deal with next week is the process of disengaging the army. Look at that. We are going to talk about two points: number one, purpose, and number two, process. But let, let's work on the first point, and then if if God permits us, maybe next week or any other time we pick up this message again, we are going to work on the second point: the purpose of downsizing the army than sizing the army. Now I want us to go back to that Gideon, I mean Judges chapter 7 verse 2. The Bible says, and the Lord said to Gideon the people who are with you are too many for me to give the Midianites into their hands. Lest Israel claim glory for itself against me, saying, my own hand has saved me. My own and as saved me now so we could see here that god asked gideon to reduce the numbers of the armies number one because god knew that if the numbers of army that will go to the battle to confront the midianites if there were many after the victory they will claim glory for the victory they will say well it is because we are many it is because we are strong it is because of the weapon that we used. So God didn't want them to take glory for the victory, and that was why God told Gideon, "Reduce the number. Reduce it." Now let me let me let me let me shock us. Do you know, for example, in First Kings chapter eighteen, when Elijah put up a contest with the prophet of Baal? Do you know one of the things Elijah told them was that he told them to first you know set up the altar and put wood and you know and set it up and call upon their god and the bible said they call on their god and nothing happened now when he came to the turn of Elijah Elijah told them he said, okay I'm going to set the altar now now pour water on the inside the trench of the altar pour water pour water the bible said water was flowing now why did Elijah do that if I want to call down fire why should I be pouring water first because Elijah wanted them to know that the, 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 the miracle that will happen is something that will happen from above, not from beneath. So that was why he, he asked them to pour water, pour water, pour more water, because normally water will be used to quench fire. But Elijah turned the process around, he said, no, God will not uh, do it the way you people are used to. So they pour water and Elijah call upon God and God sent that fire and the Bible said when the fire fell the fire leaked the water, the fire leaked the stones look at that, and that was just exactly what God did here, God told Gideon, I'm not going to use all, all the numbers of armies you have to fight because I I don't want you to claim the victory if I, if I don't do it this way you will think you win because you, you, you were many and do you know sometimes some of us maybe maybe before we apply for a job maybe we, before we do something uh we, we we want to believe that maybe it is our pedigree it is our qualities that has won us victory but god wants us to depend on him god wants us to give him glory god doesn't want us to share in his glory the book of roman chapter 11 verse 36 the bible says for of him and through him and to him are all things, and, and and to him be the glory forever. To him be the glory forever. In second Corinthians chapter 3, from verse 5 to 7, Paul says, Who then is Paul and who is Apollos? But minister to whom you believed, as the Lord gave to each one. Verse 6: I planted, Apollo watered, but God gave the increase. Verse 7. So then, neither he who plants is anything, nor he who waters, but God who gives the increase. Paul was telling the church at Corinth, you don't need to be uh, discriminating between one, one, one minister to another minister. Every minister have their own ministry. And and whatever we are doing as a minister, it is God that gives the increase. God doesn't want us to share in his glory. The book of Isaiah 42 verse 8 isaiah 42 verse 8 the bible says i am the lord and that is my name and my glory i will not give to another nor my praise to carved image so god wants us to return glory to him for everything he has done whether small thing whether big thing let us return glory to god let us recognize god in our success some people think well i passed the exam because i studied Oh, I study, I study, I study. Night upon night, I was awake. No, don't say that. Why can't you give God the glory? Many people study like you study and they fail the the same exam. They fail the same exam. Number two, why did God ask Gideon to downsize the army? Because, because I want you to listen to this. Because God want the Israelites, to rely on him for, for their victory. Because God wanted the Israelites to rely on Him for their victory, not to rely on the weapons, not to rely on the numbers of soldiers that go to the battle, but God want them to rely on Him for their victory, for their victory. In in 1 Samuel 14, verse 6, the Bible said, there is no restraint to the Lord to save by many or by few. There is no restraint to the Lord. And in Psalm 33 verse 16. I want you to listen to this. The Bible said, There is no king saved by the multitude of an army. Or, or a mighty man is not delivered by great strength. Look at that. There is no king saved by the multitude of an army. Nor is a mighty man delivered by great strength. Even mighty men. They are not delivered by great strength. Look at Goliath. Goliath of Gath, in 1 Samuel 17, he was a huge man, he was, he was a giant, he was a strong man, he was more, more in fighting than David. David was just a young boy, he was just 17 years old, the time when he confronted Goliath. But, but, look at it. David brought him down with a slingshot. A slingshot. So even the mighty cannot be delivered by their great strength. So, God wanted the Israelites to depend on him for their victory. Look at, for example, Abraham. When Abraham was still young, Abraham's wife was barren, Sarah. In Genesis 11 verse 32, the Bible says, and Sarah, the wife of Abraham, was barren. Even when they were young, when they were capable, when they had the strong, when the strength, when they had the the tenacity to to bring forth a baby, you know, as husband and wife. God did not answer them. But when Abraham was old, in fact, when the womb of Sarah was already ruptured, when Abraham was old and without strength, that was when God gave them Isaac. To let Abraham and Isaac know that whatever happened, the child that was produced from their coming together was from God. It was because God Himself was the one behind it, because they they are past the age of childbearing. So, so God wanted the Israelite to depend on him for for victory. I want to announce to somebody this morning, that as you choose to depend on God, victory shall be yours. In the name of Jesus! I said you shall be victorious! In the name of Jesus! I said you shall be victorious! In the name of Jesus! Now, do you know, Gideon was a man who was already transformed before Gideon and his army confronted the Midianites, now if you read the accounts, you know we studied this in, in chapter six. Gideon was a coward. Gideon was somebody who was who was who was afraid. That was why Gideon kept asking for more tests. He said, "God, I need more tests. I need more assurance. Can you can you let this uh, this rod? Can you let it board? And then God allowed the rod to board it." That at another time, Gideon asked uh, God to send rain on a particular spot. God sent the rain. You no, know, Gideon was asking for more tests because he wanted to be assured. Now, by the time we get to Judges chapter seven, Gideon's faith has grown in the Lord, and that's how God wants us to grow in our faith, so that we can we can depend on Him to 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 win us victory in our battle. Gideon did not argue with God. Gideon submitted himself to the leading of God. When God told him, I want to downsize your army, Gideon submitted himself. Do you know, do you know, uh, uh, the, the second test, when God told Gideon to take the armies to the, to the riverside to, to, to drink water, Gideon did not argue. He still followed the instruction. And, uh, and that's a lesson to us. That anytime we want, want to have engagement with people, Maybe we have a business. Even before we employ somebody to work with us, let us make sure we pray to God to lead us, to guide us, so that God will give us the right people, the right team, the right team to work with us. Because if you are working with the right team, even though you have, you have a good business, they can mess up your business. I pray God will help us in the name of Jesus. I say God will help us in the name of Jesus. I want us to go and pray. We're going to lift up our voice unto God and say, "My Father, let every power that are gathered together to fight against me." The Bible said, "In midnight, they gathered together. They wanted to fight against the Israelite. They wanted to invade them again, as they have done in the past. They thought this time around we are coming again the way we are the way the way we invaded their land last time." We are coming again but they didn't know that things have changed i want you to lift up your voice you are going to cry to god and say my father in the journey of this month let every power assigned to fight against me let every power that always come to afflict me every month every day every week lord today let them scatter by fire in the name of jesus open your mouth open your mouth Father. that we pray that you will scatter them powers that always gather together to have affle- to afflict us, to fight against us every week, every month, every year, Lord today, rise up against them. In the mighty name of Jesus, let their power scatter, in the name of Jesus, scatter them by fire, scatter them, I want somebody to pray that prayer, scatter the camp of my enemy by fire, in the name of Jesus, every power gathered together every month to fight against me, every power gathered together every week to fight against me, let them be scattered, In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. Lord, scatter them, scatter them, scatter them by fire. In the name of Jesus, every power gathered together to fight against my children, to fight against my career, to fight against my business. Lord, scatter them by fire. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want us to pray that God will increase our faith. It takes faith to depend on God. It takes faith to have confidence in God. It takes faith to, to trust in God. And that was what David I mean, Gideon did. Because Gideon could have told God and said, God, no, 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 no. no. I'm not going to go and fight against the Midianites with just 300 men. These men, uh, 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 these Midianites, their, their, their hammings are in thousands. Ha- no, Gideon, they don't argue. Because Gideon was working in faith. I want us to lift up our voice. We are going to crown unto God and say, my father, increase my faith in you. Now, let me tell us this as believers. Our currency is faith. Our currency. Now, anything that you want God to do. If you want to get something, you want to get a house, you want to get a new job, you want God to bless you in one way or the other. The currency that you can use is faith. Once, once you have the faith for it, you can get it. Look at that. You don't need to have the money for it. What you need to have for it is faith. Maybe you are facing some challenges. What you need, what you don't need money to overcome that challenges. What you need is faith. I want us to pray. That was what uh, Gideon used. We are going to pray and say, my father, increase my faith in you. In the name of Jesus. Help me to totally depend on you. Help me to totally put my trust in you. In the mighty name of Jesus. Let's open our mouth. Let's open our mouth. Father, we pray that you will increase our faith. Apostle, totally depend on you. Apostle, put our trust in you. In the name of Jesus, even when we don't understand, even when we don't know how you are going to do it, Lord, to walk by faith. to put our trust in you. In the name of Jesus, in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want us to pray for power. I want us to pray for power that God will empower us to accomplish the task he has given to us. Look at Gideon. The task God gave to Gideon was to fight against the Midianite. But Gideon needed the power of God. That's why sometimes the Bible says, and the Spirit of the Lord came upon Gideon. And the Spirit of the Lord came upon Samson. And the Spirit of the Lord came upon Jephthah. Because the task they were were about to face, they, they, they couldn't do it with their woman's strength. They need a supernatural strength. I want us to lift up our voice and say, my Father, let me be empowered by your Holy Ghost to, to fulfill my assignment, to do the task that you have given to me. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Father, we pray for power, power of Holy Ghost. Empower us by your Holy Ghost to fulfill our task, In the name of Jesus, to do the assignment you are giving to us. Lord, empower us by your Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus. We pray for power of Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost, empower us. In Jesus' mighty name. We have prayed. I want us to lift up our voice and say, my Father, Lord, help me to return the glory unto you after granting me victory look at that after you grant me victory lord help me to return the glory unto you many people want to claim the glory they say well ah i I know what i know i I know i know how i suffered i i know how i prayed no that means you are you are you are you are trying to get the glory I want us to pray and say, Lord, help me to return the glory unto you. After you have granted me the victory. After 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 you have blessed me. After you have given me that major breakthrough. Lord, Lord, help me to return the glory unto you. In the name of Jesus, let's open our mouth. Let's open our mouth. Father, we pray that you help us to return the glory. To, to, to return the glory unto you. Not to claim the glory for our victory. In the name of Jesus, Open your mouth, open your mouth. Lord, help us to return the glory. In the name of Jesus, in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want us to lift up our voice. We are going to cry unto God and say, My Father, as I go in the journey of this month and throughout the second half of this year, connect me with the right people. Look at that. We need to be connected. Now, the reason why God was downsizing the armies was because God was trying to screen out the wrong people from the camp, because when there is bad apples in a in a in a basket of apples, the other apples will be bad. It will be bad. You may you may God may, God must have given you a task to do, but you need the right people. Even our Lord Jesus Christ, before he started his ministry, he first gathered the right thing. Even among them, after he prayed, according to Luke six twelve, the Bible said he prayed all night. Verse 12 and then in verse 13, he he, 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 he slated the disciples. Even after prayed, Judas was still among them. But What about if Jesus did not pray? I want us to pray and say, my father, Lord, connect me with the right people. Maybe at at our place of work. Maybe in our community. Maybe in our local churches. I want us to pray and say, Lord, let me be connected. Always with the right people. In the name of Jesus. Open your mouth. Open your mouth. Open your mouth. Father, we pray for connection, divine connection. My syndicate, Lord, connect us with the right people. In the name of Jesus, let us be disconnected with wrong people. In the name of Jesus, Lord, connect us, connect us, connect us. I want somebody to pray that prayer very well. Let me be always connected with the right people that will help me to fulfill the vision that you have given to me. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want us to pray and say, My Father, let every army of the devil army of the we can compare the midnight the Midianite, you know. We can compare them to satanic army. Let every satanic army assign to attack my destiny. That's how we're going to pray the prayer. Every satanic army. Assigned to attack the destiny of my children. Assigned to attack my destiny. Lord, this morning, let them be arrested and be defeated. In the name of Jesus. Open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. I want you to pray and say, my father, let every satanic army that have been assigned to attack my destiny, to attack the destiny of my children, Father, this morning, let them be arrested and let them be defeated. In the name of Jesus, defeat them, oh God in the name of jesus lord rise up and fight our battles for us in jesus mighty name we have prayed everlasting father and king of kings we thank you ancient of days we give you all the glory lord this morning we pray that you will connect us with the right people in the mighty name of jesus father we pray that you will disconnect us from wrong people in the name of jesus help us to walk by faith and increase our faith in the name of jesus if there are satanic army that have been assigned to attack our destiny lord defeat them in the name of jesus thank you everlasting father as we go in the journey of today let your presence go with us in the name of jesus on every side grant us victory and help us to recognize you and to return the glory to you in jesus mighty name we.